Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, episode 24 for November 10th, 2017. Uh, how's it going? How's your week been? Hope it's been well. Uh, I myself have had a bit more of a busy week, which is good. Been trying to keep, um, you know, keep the ball rolling, keep active and everything like that. Try to get this little game called Life... I don't know. <laughs> Just keep on keeping on, I guess. It's the most Joe Dirt sounding thing that uh, anyone might ever say. But yeah, just I'm um, been keeping myself a bit more busy this week, and I, I I like it. I like it, man. Like I was talking to my cousin about this today, how um I think keeping yourself busy is good for yourself mentally, um, in the sense that you can't really get stuck if you keep yourself busy, which Sounds a bit weird, but as in if you keep yourself busy doing multiple things rather than just the one monotonous thing over and over again, you will obviously get stuck doing that in like a rut. But I think if you do multiple different things that all have the potential to benefit you, I think you can't really... I wouldn't I shouldn't say can't, but I, I, I feel like you definitely take away a lot of the potential for the fact that you might get stuck in a rut, you know, just kind of burnt out. Cause if you're doing stuff that you want to do, you might get tired and all that, but I don't think you're gonna really be quote unquote burnt out because I always feel like burnout is uh, when you say you're burnt out from something, it's almost like it's from something that you don't want to do. Like, oh man, my job's got me burnt out. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to find something else to do. Whereas, it's almost like that old Chris Rock bit, how he um has that bit about people with jobs and people with careers. Like, people who... He's a comedian, living the dream. He's basically his career. Whereas a dude just slugging it out in like a factory or whatever, just pushing the button, like, which is obviously a job that someone has to do. I'm not taking anything away from it, but it's not quite, you know, a multi-millionaire comedian selling out arenas all over the world. But a guy slugging it out in a factory, doing the old working class man thing, uh, he, <laughs> I feel like that man's more likely to get bo- um, run down and burnt out than Chris Rock is. How the fuck did I get to that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I've been keeping myself a bit more busy when I can. Because um, you're obviously not going to be able to fill all your time ever, which is a bit of a shame, because it would be nice to do. Um, but yeah, I was talking to my cousin about it, and I think also if you can do stuff that... If you can keep yourself busy doing activities that aren't dependent on you spending money but still occupy a significant amount of your time, that's awesome too, because that way you can, you know, save money. And what I, I'm saying this like anyone, everyone that will, that will ever listen to this has made that connection. And I'd already made that connection, but I'm just genuinely just thinking out loud. Like you can do something simple like follow along a yoga thing in 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 when you've got a spare 
hour or so, just kill a bit of it with that or, you know, try to catch up on a book that you've been trying to read or uh, catch up on a TV show or whatever, which is actually what I ended up doing this week. Um, I kept myself busy in between, like, um, exercise and jiu-jitsu training and all that um, to kind of try to subvert the fact that I've been spending a bit more money than I'd like to at the moment. Uh, I've been catching up on uh, just a few TV shows. Like, I caught up on Black Mirror now. I've only got two episodes to go of it. One or two? Doesn't matter. But yeah, that's a fucking great show, man. Like, and I was definitely late to the party with it because almost anyone that I talk to about it, that I have spoken to about it, that uh, that has watched it, yeah, they were almost always like, yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome, hey. But, I don't know, I feel like that's a show that, um, uh, it's almost a bit like Peep Show, in that people that have heard of it are quite into it, and, like, there's a, there's a, there's a there's like, deep in on it, I should say. But then you've also got this huge amount of people that have never seen it and they wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about when uh, you reference it to them. But that's a fucking great show. I highly recommend anyone watching that. And yeah, they're a bit depressing, but there's a couple, like there's one there that has quite a happy ending that I made me happy to watch. I have emotions. <laughs> Would you believe it? Uh, so what did I get up to this week? Uh, on last Friday, I left you saying that I was going to be doing some competition training for the comp we have at the end of the month. So I did that, had a few beers with the guys afterwards, a bit of, um, almost like a, just like a nice catch up at the end of it. It's cool. We're doing this thing now where we're making the effort to socialize a lot more with each other, which is an odd thing to say when you think about the fact that um, you're basically sparring with these guys on a weekly, like, at the moment, three times a week basis. Like, you're trying to choke each other out or, like, (laughs) you know, put them in a situation where you submit them to then be like, oh, yeah, we've got to socialise a bit more. You're kind of doing one of the most intense socialising experiences that there is, but yeah, you know what I mean, just do, do more fun stuff with each other, which would be cool, have like a end of the year thing coming up, which would be fun to do, I don't know, I feel like life's really starting to even out, and uh, I don't know if even out is the right word, but I think I'm starting to actually put in a bit more effort than I have been, just with, in general, with my life, and I think... Just the amount that I've been putting back in, in in the short amount of time, I've seen bits of improvement here and there, and I'm trying to be much more aware of when I might be in a situation and I'm fucking up, or a situation that I could avoid or anything along those lines, and while at the same time trying to maintain an awareness of putting myself into a situation that is new, or is just something that I might not do normally, trying to, you know, uh, have, have the human experience, let's say, 
But yeah, so um, on the Saturday, what did I do on the Saturday? I hung out with some friends on Saturday, had some drinks at their house, and then we ended up going to the pubs that night. Had a few, few too many, uh, few too many adult beverages that night. Um, drank a bit too much. So, but that was me. That's me done for the month now. So, I won't be doing that any for a little while now. I should say, but. It was nice because I got to hang out with my buddy Rip. We hung out at the local pub at the end of the night. Got to just just got to chat to people that I don't normally get to chat to that often out there, and met some new people. Just had some good conversations and just just had a good night. <laughs> I I think part of the reason as well um, that I'm feeling a lot more. Um, Jovial? I don't know. I'm feeling a lot happier this week. Has It might have to do with the fact that we're kind of coming into the warmer weather. And I just guess I never really realized that I'm actually a bit of a warm weather person. Like, just it's not something that you really think of too much until you're actually in it. And I remember I was talking when I was getting my hair cut, talking to my barber at the time, um, in, in the midst of winter... And he'd just come back from a holiday uh, in Queensland where, at the time, it was, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> at the time, it was very sunny over there. And yeah, then he'd come back here and it was just fucking terrible. And we were just really talking about, like, you never really realize how much of an effect that the weather can have on your mental health sometimes until you really take a step back and you look at it and you go, oh, I feel different. Why do I feel different? And then, you know, there's a few factors that it could be, but that's definitely one of them. And I think it's a good thing. It's like, man, it's spring. This is when, like, life comes to the plants. Like, to sound like a hippie, I feel like there's almost... Oh, now I'm going to sound like a real hippie now that I'm thinking about it. But you can almost feel like the energy. Ugh, that sounds so lame, but like, you know, like there's one of those nice spring. Let's say, let's say you don't have to work the weekend, and you can wake up early on a Saturday morning. You wake up at eight o'clock, and it's like, it's fucking fifteen degrees. It's nice and sunny, and you just go sit in your fucking backyard and just chill out, have a cup of tea, and read a book, and just enjoy being there in that moment, and just like. You're feeling the sun, man. The sun gives you life. You're feeding, you're feeding off the energy of the sun, man. I don't know. I don't, because I'm not talking about like charging crystals and like fucking vibrations and shit in the air, but I feel like you can definitely feel something. I'm always curious about something like that. Like, I remember I was having a conversation with my dad a long time ago about how we thought that shit like that might work in the sense that we were relating it to how the moon, because the moon controls the tides. You know, tide goes in, tide goes out. Can't explain that. Because um, how the moon controls the tides, if there's a full moon, you know, the tides get affected more, I believe. Um, it makes me wonder how much of an effect that the... Hang on one sec. There's a fucking bug on my mic stand. 
Gross. Sorry. Scared the shit out of me, though. It made me wonder how much of an effect that, like, the full moon has on a person when you think about the fact that the human body is 70% water. Do you think it controls anything? Do you think it doesn't? I don't know. I don't claim to know, but I'm curious. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I've had a decent week, man. Like, I just, I feel like I'm starting to move on to some real adult shit, especially if some other stuff starts to happen that I might have lined up. But, yeah, I'm definitely still trying to lift my game. I'm def- um, But I'm feeling more motivated than ever to actually do things to, to help improve my quality of life and to surround myself with the people that are beneficial to to me. Like, as selfish as that sounds, you have to get to a point when you realize that there are some people that you can hang around with that if you're around them for too long, their negative behavior can really start to have an effect on you as well. So you don't want to be around a group of that. And I'm not, and I, I never am, but I am being much more aware of surrounding myself with the exact opposite, where I try to hang out with as many people that do as much cool shit as possible and stuff like that. It's a fucking spot, like there's a fucking daddy long legs in my room right now, and it's about a meter away from me, and it's fucking moving, and it's scaring the shit out of me, and I really don't like it. Oh my god. You guys might hear the first fucking squeal on this podcast ever. Oh, I don't know where the fuck it just went. This is fucked. Fucking hate spiders, man. Fucking just creep down behind my fucking bed. This is creepy shit. And I know there's a lot of gaps in this, but you're witnessing... This is like an audio horror movie, man. This is fucked. Fuck spiders. What was I even saying? I fucking got death scared. Because the spider just fucking snuck up. Scared the shit out of me. Fucking hell. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, being around people that can be like a better influence on you. And that can sound almost childish when you say it as a 22-year-old man. But uh, you never... I think you never stop learning. And I think you never stop being influenced by whoever's around you. And worse comes to worse, even if that's not the case. Which I'm certain that it is the case. Worst comes to worst, you, you're hanging out with cool people, so who cares? And at the end of the day, that's who I'd rather hang out with. I'd rather hang out with people that are having fun, doing beneficial shit, you know, healthier, more... More... What's the word I'm looking for? More positive people, I should say. Yeah. That kind of help you want to stay on the path a bit more, like to stay a bit more disciplined, do more things. Like when you see people doing things that you wouldn't think you could do or you wouldn't normally intend to do because you almost think that you couldn't or that you wouldn't just do it in general, um, you see yourself doing that once you're around it for long enough. Like um, I always thought I'd be one of those people that would bitch out with a lot of things. But I don't know why, but just for the longest time, I was one of those people that I, if I didn't feel like going to do something, I just never would like go to the gym or whatever. But now I 
um, I credit my group of friends with this. Um, after seeing them, especially like my friends that are into fitness, them going to do something simple like going to the gym, even when they really, really don't want to, if you push past that, I, I feel like even if you're just going to go there and go through the motions, you'd rather do that than not do anything. And then after that, even though your body might not be tougher, your mind for sure is. And I think if you can do something, like, I think it starts with small steps like that. Like, and I, like, that isn't a small step in that sense, but just for that one day, it is a small step. But for the big picture, it isn't. Because then that can be, you didn't want to do, you didn't want to, you know, work out that one day, but you still did it. Then it's, you didn't want to, fuck, I don't know, you didn't want to, go do this and this and then you did it. You didn't want to study this but then you no, you didn't want to finish this work or whatever and then you did it. You didn't want to move on to the next stage of this but then you did it because it was beneficial for you. And then just I think it can all kind of if it starts with small things, you can work your way up. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, with that said, uh, the rest of my week, <laughs> getting back to my week, um, yeah, I had some drinks at the pub. pub was decent as well, which is nice. It's nice coming into the warmer months knowing that it'll be a bit more busy. So after competition season is over for the year, I can go out there and just chill out, just get as many friends out there as possible and just have fun. One thing I have realised... Since I've um, upped the uh, fitness game a lot more, is how much I'm looking forward to sleeping these days. Because I'm very much a guy that if I'm not being, like, let's say I'm not tired, I I often have no trouble doing something like staying up till three in the morning or whatever. Um, but when I'm doing, when I'm being like physically, um, doing something physically taxing, like uh, I've had a few days this week where I've gone to jujitsu, and then afterwards I've gone and worked out afterwards too, and then then you get home and you're like, man, I feel like I've almost earned my recovery. I'm really starting to understand the importance of sleep and stuff like that. How you can't have good performance without good recovery. And again, it's something that's very basic, but just all stuff that I'm very slowly starting to realize, which is good. I'd rather, I'd rather know it late than never know it at all. Is how I'm going to look at it. That's that's how I'm going to look at it. Uh, and then the rest of the week has been yeah, pretty good. Like just work, jujitsu training, and getting as much. Um, as many workouts in as possible, I should say. Not as much working out as possible. Oh, that, that sentence works as well, I guess. Um, one thing that happened on Thursday, this Thursday, was um, the download uh, Australia lineup got it released. And man, I was really disappointed. And I don't know if it's because... I don't know if it's because my I'd built it up so much in my head thinking that... 
Oh, okay. I should probably explain what the Download Festival is. Sorry. So, Download Festival is a music festival that is primarily held, I believe, in Donington, England. And it's this giant festival, and I think it's over the course of a of two or three days there, where, like, your headline act will be someone like Ozzy Osbourne. Like, Slipknot and shit play these shows. It's often very heavy music, and it's just giant. And just this... Man, you could just search previous download posters and you'll see some of the people that have played on it. It's this giant heavy music festival. So it's being brought to Australia in February of next year. In February of 2018. And there were a lot of fake posters making... A lot of fake news. A lot of fake posters making its way around, you know, the social media outlets. That all looked pretty decent, and my thought was, if it's half as decent as these fake posters are, like, it'd be fucking awesome. Man, like, just... And I don't know if it's because of the fake posters or because of the fact that it's only going to be in Melbourne. So you're thinking about whether it would be worth travelling interstate for, but I was just severely disappointed with the lineup, man. There's like six bands, six, seven bands on it that I'd like to see, but they're all going to tour here anyway, so I think, Jesus Christ, just knocked the microphone over, sorry. <laughs> I think that I'm just more comfortable waiting for them to come here because there's not that exclusivity, I don't think, when you're doing something like a music festival, just the one just the one music festival in Australia, like, all these bands aren't going to come over just to do that. So you know they're going to tour. It's not, this is the only way you're going to see all these bands, period. Find a way to do it. I think if it was that, I'd be more concerned with making the effort to go see them because there's a few bands on there that I haven't seen, like Gojira and Mastodon, both bands that are, and Nails, three bands that I've um, recommended on this podcast are all playing it but I know they'll all tour and hit up Adelaide so there's really not much point and I think that really just brings like circles round back to the fact that I think Australia just needs a good travelling heavy festival again like we used to have Soundwave but then it just shit the bed so I don't know if anything like that will ever happen again but man I hope if this download festival is successful that they can somehow find a way to tour it throughout the country that would be awesome I would love that fuck I would love that because I would go to that if that festival was in Adelaide like because if you just google Australian download lineup it'll be the first thing that pops up like not that I don't have anything against the band Corn, but they're the headlining act and it's like cool I get it but if you're going to do your first ever <coughs> your first ever download festival in Australia, you need someone a little bit more relevant than Corn. Corn are a good band. I enjoy them. Don't get me wrong. But they've not really put out anything that really makes you think that they should headline such an important first festival in on the other side of the world. But hey, that's just my opinion. But yeah, I really wish we could have another Soundwave or another big day out. Just 
it's just frustrating that we had so many of these really good festivals. Even bring back Taste of Chaos, man. I never got to go to one of those. Bring back No Sleep Till. That festival was fucking awesome. It's just frustrating that as a heavy music fan, that to first of all see all these um, other festivals continue to do so well, it's an, not annoying, but it's just like, man, I wish that... It's disappointing in the fact that I wish that the heavier festivals could have done as well as um, a festival like Groove in the Moo or FOMO or whatever. Because there's definitely the demographic for it in these states. It's just people weren't fucking going to it. So it almost makes you lose faith in the heavy scene. I don't know, man. I sound so elitist right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have one of those back. Bring back Big Day Out. That would be fucking awesome. I never got to go to one of those either. So that'd be great. Someone, someone organise that for me, please. Um... But yeah, I just felt very underwhelmed by it. That's about it, really. Jesus Christ, 25 minutes. All right, I should probably think about uh, wrapping it up then. I'm going to get into my album of the week this week. My album of the week is the album Look At Yourself by a band called Amur. Amur are a really fucking sick band, man. Like... I can't even explain. Uh, you you often hear them um, referred to in the same sentence as Acacia Strain because they toured together and like there was this big feud back in the day. Um, but they have that very rhythmic kind of chuggy thing with just intense vocals going over the top. But this new album, they've, um, I'm just searching the, who their most recent guitarist is. Bear with me for one moment, please. Joshua Travis, that's his name. Um, yeah, they so Amur has recently replaced all their members except the singer for this album. And there was just this huge shake-up that the band really needed, in my opinion, because they're, like, they, for me... They were making the same album, like two albums in a row. They'd already they were making, you know, the album before that, then the one after that, and the one after that, and it's just like getting a little stale. So then yeah, to come in and bring Josh Travis from fucking Glass Cloud and Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza with these insane fucking rhythms. And he's playing a nine string guitar. And I'm searching now to try to find out what hell the hell tuning a nine string guitar is. And I don't know, but that low, low, low string, whatever fucking note that is, is rough. And in the best way. <laughs> it's like, but it does this one thing that um, I'm not so mad when I hear this, but it is just something that I notice a bit more lately because it's much more prevalent, is that I think that and it's working into this theory that I'm going to say, is that I think you're going to see in the heaviest scene, I think you're going to see a lot more... Um, wait, I should probably just say my... um, Sorry, my, my song recommendation from this album would be... Oh, man. Russian Hotel Aftermath. That's a sick song. 
or Flag of the Beast. Go with one of those two. Okay, so... <laughs> um, my theory at the moment that I was thinking about today was that I think you're going to see a lot of heavier bands go into that are playing in these really low tunings, go into this really rhythmic-based, percussive-sounding um, guitar riffs. Because when you're playing through digital amp simulation, when, rather than an amp, when you're down in, in these really low tunings, when you're down to, like, when your low string is down to, like, drop F or drop G or drop E... When you play through a regular amp and like your pick hits the strings, it's just like bah, bah, bah. but when you play through like a camp or an axe effect, you get this bang There's like this real percussive effect of the pick hitting the strings. And I think like that's what kind of made the whole quote unquote gent thing uh very popular too. You just that bound account. Like you get that kind of and it could just be the same note, but it's just how the right hand is playing the, like, the cadence of it. But I feel like you're going to see it a lot more. I shouldn't say see it because it's music. I feel like you're going to hear it a lot more um, if if it's not already become a thing. <laughs> but I, I'm definitely going to hear it a lot more regardless now that I'm aware of it. But I don't think it's a bad thing. But it's just when you listen to something like uh, Meshuggah, like their Coloss album. Um, I'm pretty sure that was all recorded with Axe Effects, but the guitars don't really have that, even though it's a Meshuggah album. It's all very rhythmic heavy, but it doesn't have that percussive, like, bow, 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 on the, when the pick hits the string. They do something different, where it just sounds like the notes just being played in a regular fashion. And it's very hard to explain without being able to give you audio comparisons, but I'm not going to, because I don't want to get sued by these record labels. <laughs> but yeah, that's just my little digital amp, digital amplification theory. Um, and now that I've done a half hour, I better leave. Jesus Christ, I've almost. Okay, sorry, I misread it. <laughs> I've just done over a half hour. Sorry. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, don't have anything to wrap up this week with, other than. Hmm. If you start to put in the, if you start to put in a little bit more every day in life, I think you can reap the benefits. How about that? We'll go with something very cliche like that. Hey, <laughs> all right, that'll do. All right, I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week, guys. Bye.